What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I am your host, Dan Carter. It is Friday, November 25th. We are in the volunteer state. Um, we are been doing a little hunting. It's been a little slow, um, but we're all fat from the turkey. So we were hoping we could get some venison. So um, I'm in the... Knife Shop, you guys listened back to episode, I don't know what episode we had Dad on, but it was um, 10, 11, 12, 13, somewhere right in there. Um, uh, we're on the hill here in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and um, we're going to continue the Tales of the Hunt series. This is going to be chapter two, um, with a little bit of stories from my family. Um, we're going to cut it up a little bit. Um, we just, uh, other than that, we want to thank you guys for all of your likes, follows, and subscribes. And uh, if you haven't tuned into YouTube, do that because we're going to start doing some new stuff with that here pretty soon. Um, DM us on Instagram. Share your uh, share your stories with us, man. Maybe it's something that we want to get you on and, and hear your funny stories as well. So nonetheless, we hope you enjoy this episode. So uh, stick around for a little bit of uh, craziness from the Carter family. <laughs> Bro, I just shot T-Bar. Oh my god. Look at that top. This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast. Uh, is Dan, your host, and... We're going to continue the Tales of the Hunt series here, Chapter 2. Um, you're going to jump on with... Uh, Myself and my family, um, I have my dad here, um, which you guys met, like I, I had mentioned earlier on in the intro, uh, back from the, the knife episode that we did when I was here in Tennessee. We are here on the hill in Lynchburg, and then we have my Uncle Ron on the phone as well, and then I have my brother Justin here with us as well. So you're going to get a few tales from, from the Carter archives. Um, we have plenty probably hear us talk about some of our cousins or you know some friends of the family that were just uh you know there's there's a lot of stories there's like a separate like encyclopedia stories that involve gary but we'll get into those here in a little bit so um i first off i mean justin and i will just we can kind of take it right out of the gate um you know dad and, and uncle ron were the the big players in getting us involved in the outdoors as a whole from all aspects. And, and like you heard Kyle talk about, um, you know, and, and tribal talk about on the last one. Um, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. But you heard them talk about like growing up and doing different kinds of hunting. And we did the small game thing and we did the bow thing. We did all, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, and, and that's where we started. So first of all, thank you guys for, for getting us involved. And, and obviously that's what we want to get, you know, all the grandkids and everybody else involved as well. But 
Um, start. Let's start it off. Like you guys probably got some stories of us when we were little. If you can remember, Dad, Uncle Ron, what uh, any come to mind? I guess some of the early stuff of rabbit hunting. Mm-hmm. We um, we didn't have a dog. Even though you raised dogs, we, we raised <laughs> dogs. Later on, we had some, but we didn't have any then. And so our idea of rabbit hunting was. The kids couldn't have it gone. They was too little to carry a gun. So they got to be the dog. Mm-hmm. So we would we would run them around, tell them, jump in that brush pile. <laughs> They're like, what? I said, what are you talking about? I said, we're not, we ain't dogs. So get in there. And a the rabbit come out, we'd shoot the rabbit. And then and they, they for a long time, they're like, man, that's crazy. We don't get to hunt. We get to right. make like Yeah, it was dogs. a lot more work than it was anything else. Yeah. Wasn't old enough to hunt in them days. No, it wasn't. <laughs> carry a BB gun. Right. Well, yeah. eventually, that's what mm-hmm. that's how we started out. We started out carrying yeah. carrying BB guns, learning learning to hunt. You know, and then we started. You know, as we merged from there, I mean, chasing rabbits, and you know, even going with you guys in the early early days of coon. You know, we had those black and tans in early days of coon hunting. You know that was that was crazy too, which is funny. Like we get Mike now that's so into the coon hunting, and we'll get into that a little later. We'll maybe get him on an episode too. But, um, but yeah, I mean that. And then, you know, Uncle Ron, you you were more the the you know obviously the deer side of it, and I know that was the biggest, especially from from the archery. That was the biggest player for me, like just getting involved in the bow hunting and um, yeah. So. What, yeah, do you have know, any early stories like you that you remember like of us with the bow? You know the the biggest thing because you know you I would sit you guys with me, and you're both impatient, couldn't sit still. You know, <laughs> I think you guys thought, oh, we're gonna be here five minutes, shoot a deer, we can go home. I got you know? I got one of those now. <laughs> He was in the blind with me tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, that's one of the one of the main things. But I mean, you guys caught on quick, and you know, fourteen, fifteen. You, you know, you were putting deer down. Yeah. Of course, you know, <laughs> it was trial and error for me because, you know, well, your brother, my brother, or my brother, your dad, he started me out small game hunting. He's nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. And eight. started out squirrel eight. hunting. He said, "Get ahead of yourself." <laughs> huh? He said, eight eight. "Don't get ahead of yourself." He said, "Well, okay, eight, eight, eight years, nine months. How's that?" Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, rounded off nine years, and like I said, I took my hunter safety, twelve years old, and I can still remember the first time he ever took me hunting. And I shot my first uh, squirrel monk. Uh, (laughs) We went out out on state land, and he sat me down, and he said, I'm going to go down here a ways. Don't you get up. I'll come get you. Well, okay, he's gone five minutes. The squirrel jumps up on this log, going across this log, and I had his bolt action 410, which I'm sure he still wish he had. (laughs) Yeah. And couldn't find I no shells him. for it if we had it, but we, <laughs> yeah, I shot him graveyard dead and <laughs> it didn't budge. I sat there till he come over and got me. It was about 10 minutes later. He said, what'd you shoot? I said, I shot squirrel. 
Well, where's it at? I said, throw it over there on the other side of that log. I said, but he wasn't a real big squirrel. And he went over and him by the tail or whatever is left of him. He said, wasn't making like, no soup oh, out of me. Chipmunk, man. <laughs> chipmunk. He was brown. He was brown. I was throwing in a little Gary McClain there. Brown is down. Oh, God. <laughs> Shot Theodore. But, yeah, that was, you know, that was one. And growing up, I had an old English sheepdog. Holy. And you remember, Dan, we used to take her out to James Gaston's and Feather mm-hmm. Hunt. Yep. And she, she was a great bird dog, I tell you. She'd run them. 120-pound bird dog. <laughs> yeah, Lord. no doubt. No doubt. She was a hoff. But, mm. yeah, that was, that's some of the early, early days I remember. Um and of course the the bow hunting, I kind of just got into that on my own, and that's kind of a long story there. Yeah, I don't know if you want me to take five minutes and tell that one, but no, I mean I think on. I think that like I mean that kind of gets us you know as we go into the different yeah. sides of it. I mean we we you know we all took off on the bow hunting thing and the deer hunting side. We we did our own you know we'll just, we'll spin before we yeah. get back into the bow hunting stuff. We'll talk about because this yeah. is going to spark a ton of stories. Is yeah. well, I mean, lucky for you guys because all of mine was trial and error. I right. didn't know. I started out bow hunting in Hunter's Orange. I had I had no clue, right. you know, until I started reading articles Jack like in Field and Stream and trying and trial and error. Mm-hmm. Well, time you guys were old enough, I could pass on what I learned, you know. And then, well, and you'd already put some good deer on the ground at that point. You know what I mean? So, well, you know. well, yeah, we had a good spot back then too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, our bow spot was dynamite. We won't, we won't get into that, but it was it was a good no, spot. No, it's heartbreaking. Was I want to cry then. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. That's part of it. Yeah, I mean, we, every year we knew there was 140, 150 class deer in there. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a solid solid spot. It just and I think honestly, like even you know we look at that now and you know growing up and learning. I mean, we still went through the learning curve. I mean, you know, as much as as you taught us. I mean, I think there was a lot of stuff that I took from different angles and doing the same thing, reading and mm-hmm. and I know Justin too. You know, obviously we we could have if we hunted the way we hunt now. <laughs> You imagine oh, the, you imagine how big a deer uh, that we would kill in that spot. You yeah, know what I mean? Like we, I, none of us would kill anything have, smaller than Boone Crockett deer every year. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd have a few booners because I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, me too. Seeing them I mean, and getting a crack at them, two different things. Yeah, I mean, but we've had we had a lot of you know a lot of deer in that aspect. I mean, oh. I, I'm thinking back to like me in that spot and and going into bow, and I don't I don't remember. I mean, Justin, I'll let you tell it, see if you remember your first bow kill out there. But I remember my first one. Well, I, I shot, I remember I shot like, a, I don't know, it's probably like a yearling, yearling doe or something like that. I remember that was the first one I killed by yeah, myself. Yeah. And then, pounds, I yeah, yeah, but it was the first one I'd killed by myself in the stand by yeah. myself. And I was like, I think I was like 13 or you know, around there. 13 yep. or 14 and then I, of course we couldn't hunt till we were 12 anyway then and then uh i think that next year the same year was the first year i killed a gun we'll get into the gun stuff here in just a minute but um as we get get into stories of you know hillsdale and things like that but i think that and then the like a year later was the first remember i shot that <laughs> remember i shot that six point the one you track for three days, right? Yeah, but in, in he, yeah. I, I made a bad shot, 
And then I tracked yeah. him, I tracked him down across the river, and you didn't believe and me. I, yeah, I mean, I come back, told you, yeah. Dad, like, no, he's back there, he's alive, and he's bedded down. You messed a couple of my hunts up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But we dog gave up on him, and you kept on. Yeah, I kept on going, and then I ended up, I ended up stalking him and shooting him on the ground at like. 15 yards or something i ended up getting them but that was and i mean that for me then that was probably i mean that taught me a lot of things one about shot placement and two about like not giving up on you know what i mean yeah. not giving up on a, on a deer and not giving up on a track job and you know we've had some hellacious track jobs over the years oh, and you know what i mean just just crazy things i mean you know that'll give us that'll give us a funny story yeah. we, we can get away from the funny story we might as well go right into that hellacious track job and we'll talk right We'll talk about old Scarface that's on the wall at your house. What was what happened with that one? Oh, go ahead and tell it. You, you, <laughs> got, one, you got one side of it, but I was there. So yeah. I'll tell you the other side. Yeah, you were there. You, you, you call me and tell me. At that time, I think we were running. We had two-way radios, too, and, I, and we didn't have cell yep. phones. I don't, Justin, yep. were you home? I don't think you were home. You were in college at that point, were you? That was no. Oh, no. maybe. Maybe. No, it was way before no, that. So I think I shot him in talking about that other ten point. I yeah. shot him in uh I believe two thousand. Okay. Yeah. I was in college, but I was home. You were home, yeah. So yeah. so anyways, long of the short, so we sitting in he calls me, he says, Man, I shot this deer and I'm like, Well, what is it? I don't know, man, it was a good one. I don't know, it was low light, it was a good one. Well, he hunted in this box that had like windows the size of like you know, your rear view mirror on your car, you know, and, and at that point it was tough to bow hunt out of, out of a box, but we were still doing it. You know, <laughs> you had to, in that you had to in that area where we were at, because there was just so much, you know, there wasn't a lot of area that, you know, you, you had to just contain your movement because they would just pick you out of, out of everywhere and skylight you the way that it was, was set up. So Anyways, you get it. You call me. So you got this deer. And so we're like, all right, whatever. So we get back up there, and I'm like, you hadn't got down yet because you had other deer in there. You had a bigger deer. Wouldn't well, that's the same night you had that bigger well, buck come well, in or something, right? Well, no. Let's, let's back up. What happened? I had just built that box in the summer and kept the kept the window small because you know you like to keep it as dark as possible in them boxes. Well, opening uh, night. I had about a 160-inch 10-point come in when you for opening morning. That's when – oh, I know this part. He turned broad. He turned broadside. I let it fly. I heard whoop. Sounded well, like he me. He out of there, and he stopped. He ran about 20 yards and stopped, and he's looking around, and I kept thinking, fall, man, fall. Well, then he just flipped his tail and walked off. I like, what the heck? And I went to lean out to look out the window, and <laughs> the, the arrow was sticking in the wall and stuck right. me in the stomach. I I had made the windows, you know, because I, I set a chair small. in the box in the garage, and I didn't cut the windows low enough. No. So that afternoon, I ran out to Myers and bought one of them little rope saws, and I took about six inches out of the bottom of them. Well, oh then the other ten come in that night, and yeah, he he got nicked on the face. But I shot him in the neck, 
Nicked on the face. Hold on, pump the brakes for a second. He was not nicked on the face. He took like a muzzy 100 grain from the top of the nose all the way across the upper jaw into the neck. And don't, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but. It was the easiest yeah. blood trail, though. It was the easiest <laughs> the blood. That's what I was getting at. The blood trail was, was crazy. <laughs> it was. I have it never. Black and we didn't need flashlights. No. <laughs> no, no full moon. I mean, it's, it's like somebody just dumped paint out of a paint can. Oh, it was it crazy. Was, it was cool. what happened, crazy. What happened was he was straight on. He's 15 yards, but he knew something wasn't right. So he was at window. The head <laughs> you know, giving me that head <laughs> And I'm thinking, what did you say? How, How close was, was that window, window when he shot it? <laughs> <laughs> Too close. <laughs> I think I still got a scar on my stomach. <laughs> you got a knock, you got a knock well, embedded in your belly button. It's it's now or never because he's getting ready to bolt. And I'm like, 15 yards, I'm going to shoot him in the neck. Well, you know, you're trying to time them bobs. <laughs> yeah. And when I released, he was coming down and... Yeah. Hit him in the face, but hey, it was a lethal. Later, it was yeah, it was a lethal shot. Down. It was a lethal shot. I mean, it was literally oh, yeah. the the track job was like literally 30, 40 yards, and I mean, I don't know how you didn't see him go down, but man, I mean, that was like yeah. that was oh, the craziest was, track job I've ever foot, seen in my life. Five foot wide. Yeah, like some of them were tracked all night. Yeah, no right. doubt. Right. Well, I look back at it with a flashlight. Right with, with a spotlight. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm like the head onyx. A couple of them track jobs. See how far I walked. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple that. Whew. I couldn't walk it nowadays. I know that. Yeah, I hear you yeah. on that. Even me. Some so. of them, geez. So after that one, I'm trying to think of another good one. I mean, obviously, well, whose deer was it back there? It was in the swamp. It uh, went in the. That went in the mud, in the mud. couldn't is get out. Oh, yeah, that was Justin's. But, is that one I shot yeah, but, running with a muzzleloader? Yeah, yeah, was that, the, remember, was that in the, sto- the one in the That wasn't the one in the storm. No, that was a muzzleloader one in the swamp at like 160 yeah. yards he, or something. He went way back and got, I mean, he was chest deep in that mud. Yeah, he was. Remember, Still we alive, couldn't out. get out. Oh, we're, yeah. yeah, we're trying to figure out what we're going to last him and try to pull him out. Mm-hmm. He's still alive. He was just stuck. Well, we hooked, didn't we hook the rope to him with a three-wheeler? To get him out, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, after BJ killed him. Yeah, BJ jumped on him then. <laughs> jumped on him. <laughs> Stabbed him with a neck. <laughs> 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 I like, what the heck, kid? What did I teach you, man? <laughs> yeah, at the time, he was okay. he was very, very, uh, very athletic. <laughs> I think we shot him with a crossball. That yeah, was no, a that was one? no, that was the same one. The I same shot him. One. I shot. Remember, Dad got down and I shot him like at point blank range oh. with that crossbow. And then we're like, okay, let's go back. And we went and got got the three wheeler and we came back out and he still wasn't alive or he still was alive. Yeah. And that's when BJ was like, well, this is stupid. He was grunting and crying. Yeah, it was. Up, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Growling. I mean, that, I mean, the, the resilient. Yeah. I mean, you know, and we're we're trying to, you know, obviously we're making a little bit light of this because it's you know a story that we're telling. But like, you know what I mean? We want to make ethical kills and do you know try and be humane yeah. and and we want these deer to go down as quick as possible. But let me tell you what, their will to survive sometimes and what they do 
and where they go. And you've heard us mention that in, in previous podcasts. It's like you just wonder, like, man, how how is this deer still alive? How is he still alive? pushing? I remember. Like, you know? <laughs> find her heart hanging on a fence where he shot it and, and then still chased another mile. Yeah. How, yeah. about, how about the doe, Danny? We, you, you shot a couple years ago right at the end of the season. Me, you, and Wesley was out there. Oh, I shot her with that 450. It, it, like a, it was like a 110-yard shot, money shot. We wait. Yeah, we hunted the rest yards. of the night. Yeah, 100 yards. I mean, we wait the rest of the night, and we go, and, like, we're walking. And, like, it was a good blood trailer. There's blood everywhere, everything, you know, which I know a lot of those 450s people had a lot of issues with, you know, with obviously them being so fast and, you know, little blood trails and blah, blah, blah. But, man, we got, we walked in there, and I think you thought I was crazy. I was in the woods already, and you guys were standing on the edge of the woods, like, going, drag her out. And I'm like... Y'all gonna have to, I'm like, I think this deer's still alive. You guys are gonna have to come in here. I'm like, I told him around, I was like, grab your pistol. I'm gonna have to I didn't have my gun was already, you know, we'd already went back to the truck. We were sitting there and and I shot her uh, you know, I mean I had to shoot her there point blank range with with that nine millimeter, and still it was like I I just can't believe some of these four times. Well, I don't think we should no, twice. Twice. All I know is shot her in the back of the head, and she was trying to stand up. Yeah, that's that's when you know what I mean. She was trying to get up, yeah. and then you then when we gutted her out, I mean, it, it was like you know there was there wasn't a lick of you know lungs and you know fragments of heart and everything. It's like what? How is the steer even alive? But you know, it is what it is. You know, that's part of it. Yeah. So, so I guess we'll go in. We we stumbled in. Well, Justin, tell me what about your what was your first what was your first bow kill? When did you kill one? Uh, Hundred and two pound doe. <laughs> Uncle Ron's old box blind. Uh, oh, up front, the old property. Up front. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That deer was so small, Uncle Ron couldn't believe I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of remember like now. Killing rabbits. Yeah, shot it with Uncle Ron's old PSC with a six inch overdraw. Oh God! Five inch, yeah, five inch overdraw. Man, I can't. I can't believe I can't believe we even shot arrows out of those bows that with overdraws like that. Good lord! I didn't shoot arrows. I shot bolts. Yeah, five seven. So that thing was streaming. Yeah, I think your crossbow bolts are longer than those were out of that thing nowadays. I forgot about that thing. It was just. Well, I had one on mine too. It was just me. Yeah, and he was like, "You didn't shoot nothing." I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> he said, look, she was right here. Blood everywhere. And he was like, well, I guess you did. Good, good, good. Yeah, because you come back. And he said, throw her on your back and get out. Because <laughs> you come back to the house and you said, Uncle Ron didn't blame me. <laughs> uh, when, what was the first buck you killed with Bo? Uh, seven point that you kicked up. and Is that the, Oh, that's the one I when you were in the middle, that middle stand. Tell, let's tell that story. So that's a good one. So we, it was, I think it was just you and I in the stand that yeah, night. And it was in that middle spot. It was, so we had a, we had this, um, we had this hardwood ridge that kind of was surrounded by, just kind of paint a picture for you guys. It was surrounded by swamp and um, some like cat Island is all it was. It really was. It was a hardwood island and then the river and a couple other things in there. And, um, you know, up front there was there was some thickets and, and different things like that, but it went it kind of wound around, kind of like an S, and then in the center of it, 
there was some good hardwood wow. trees as long as it wasn't wet. Huh? It was great hunting. Oh yeah, it was great hunting. It was it it was textbook for like everything you want. And you know, right you know, in the bedding and all those good things and there was lots of food source and everything else. Of course then we had lots of food source cuz you could give them the golden corral. You know, so you you know, at that point you could, you know, bait all you wanted, but um so I was hunting way out in a, a far stand and I seen this deer moving through and I kind of did the little wind. You know, then I didn't know what it was. I knew I was going to push the deer to you, but I kind of used the wind to my advantage and got down and, you know, worked through the swamp and trudged through there. And I, I told Justin, we had the, the two way radios. I said, Hey, just be ready and watch this direction. I'm going to push this deer to you. That was a good seven point. Should have been an eight. Was he missing a brow, right? Yeah. He was missing a brow. Yeah. Time. He, yeah. He had some pretty good mass on him, too. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was probably, I mean, a little 110, 115-inch, 8-point, 120 maybe. I don't know. I don't remember how. Yeah. I mean, he was a good deer. So, probably three and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was a good deer. So, yeah, I we pushed him. get any wider, No, I don't think. No, we pushed him, pushed him right to him, and he kind of wound around, and I was about, I had to be about 50 yards from you, 60 yards you from you. Yeah, I could hear, hear the bow go off. And the deer ran back towards me, didn't he? he? Run right, right between me and the in the in the hardwoods there. And then, I mean, he didn't go. I, don't, I think he went about fifty yards or sixty yards or something like that. So that that was a good one. But that was a good buck. That was a good story. That's a good. That's a good one. So let's get into. Let's see what else. Um, My favorite one was about two thousand five. Mm-hmm. In the snowstorm. Oh yeah, that was a good one. You and Uncle Ron and yeah. the nice boxes you know giving me crap hey you guys you dry out there oh man that was that was the i mean that has to be one of i mean i don't know how i still to this day don't know how you seen that deer i i couldn't see 20 yards in front of me and i was in the woods and you were on the edge of the swamp yeah. were justin were was you in that blue skid stand no I'm no he's in that ladder, ladder stand on the bottom off the bottom Oh, okay, gotcha. I know what you mean now. Right yeah. at the bottom, that back pinch, right there at that little funnel off of the back of the yeah. of the hardwoods. Was a Percy Priest catching crappie. Yeah. Yeah, you were, yeah. You were down here. Yeah, um, I think we still got a picture with the foot of snow on the ground, I feel like, when I drug him out. Yeah, it was uh, it was intense. I can't. I mean, and you shot that deer, and he didn't go. He went, like, two Muzzle steps. Muzzle loaded, wasn't it? Yeah, that. That CBA, that muzzle loader, that thing was that thing was deadly. That killed a lot of deer. Was that but, like the first year you had it? No. No, that was the second. Second, second year, year second. shot that thing. It was like a hundred and eighty yard. <laughs> dropped him in his tracks. I and like I said, I don't know how I seen. I mean, we heard it go off, and when I'm like, what in the world? And I told you I was watching this buck chase a doe. Yeah. And I'm gonna shoot him, and you go, oh, you are joking? You're full of crap. I don't, that's the thing. I don't know how you seen it. I mean, I really don't. I mean, it was so it was so crazy. I mean, and he stuck his head out right in the middle of the swale, and that was about all she wrote. Yeah, he didn't go very far after that. Like literally from me to you. But that was that was a good buck. That buck yeah. was. Yeah. That buck was 150 inches almost. I mean, that was a solid deer. That big. That he had yeah. a lot of mass. I mean, it was chocolate horn. Yeah. We never seen that deer you before. Had it all. Dark, dark back too. Yeah, that, well, it definitely had to be offspring, possibly of the biggest ten that Uncle Ron's taken out of there. 
Um, I mean, I, no, he didn't have think. that like field goal post type look like that but Big was, Ten. I mean, like Uncle Ron's ten. He was symmetrical, but we killed a lot of deer that were symmetrical out of there. Oh. They had two. Yeah. We had two styles of deer in there, and we had short and wide, or we had tight and tall. We never had that mix of what he has where he has the, the width and the height on the on the tent. Now granted later on we we did start seeing some deer that had get got those genetics later on, but not you know, not early on. Always yeah. big deer. Heavy yeah, deer. Always heavy deer. Short, stocky deer or they were either short and super stocky or they were long and then were heavy as hell. I killed one the guy to processor said that when he they shorted me meat and when I told him what it weighed Oh yeah, when we weighed it, yeah. He called me a liar. He said, "I, he said, I've been doing this for all these years. I ain't never seen a deer weigh two hundred pounds." And I said, "Well, we weighed this one. We know what it weighed." Mm-hmm. Yeah. We killed a lot of big deer then, though. I mean, and, and oh, a yeah. lot of heavy were, deer. Still, well, my my big ten, you know, the one Justin was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. It took five of us to hang him, you know, and he. If I remember, he dressed out two thirty one or two thirty six. Yeah, it was a big deer, mm-hmm. like giant that. deer. Yeah, it was a big deer. He was huge. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, hanging on the wall. I mean, you couldn't get him high enough. He was hanging in the rafters. So <laughs> in that garage, you know what I mean? With eight foot ceiling, ten foot ceilings, nine foot ceilings. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They were low. Talk about that gut shot deer, Justin. Oh, the one that's over there. Which Where's one? That? Up there on the top. Oh yeah, that that one's got two stories too. So we, that one right there. So here, here, let's talk about that for a second. So Justin played, played uh, uh, baseball in college and some on pro level and across a couple different places. And he would run home. It was on your birthday? Was that on your birthday? Same week. Birthday weekend. Birthday weekend or something. So he was. was yeah, Friday. he was playing. You guys were playing fall ball. And you come home. All of us are already in the stand, and he's like, "I'm on my way." Of course, he's got to go past three of us to get to <laughs> to get to his stand where he's gonna go. Well, well I then, told him the radio. He had the two way radio. I said, "Would well, let me know when you're leaving the house." Yeah, I had so. to get there before dark too because I wasn't going out in the dark. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a no. story. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's all by itself. Story there. Oh man. <laughs> You'd be down at our house playing. It'd get dark. BJ, my oldest, would have to take you home. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that porch light on right, and say yeah. it wasn't but 100 feet. Ray would cross the street in the dark. Stand out there and watch for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, that deer. Uh, so, all, Justin runs, gets home, hollers dead, says, Here, I'm in the driveway, gets dressed. All right, that's fine. Nobody had deer. It's got to be like there. four o'clock. It was get yeah, and this is before time change, obviously. So you got till six, six thirty, maybe a little late. Well, about maybe about seven early on, like that early October. Probably got about till seven. So he hustles through the woods, gets in the stand. I mean, how long have you been there? Ten minutes. Oh yeah. No. Head and got buckled his. Oh, you didn't even get your safety. Oh yeah, you're bringing bow rope up, were you? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I told him, I said, hey, look, I got, and then they were out of range for me. And I had, it was a four, there was four. Yep, and there was two. There two was big four. Eights. There was four. There was two big eights, a 10, and the deer you shot. Yep. And, a, and I told you, 
I said, okay, they're coming. I said, they're coming to you when you get get ready because they're coming your way. And I said, whatever you do, no, it was the second one. I said, do not shoot the second deer. And he has like, so this deer is, uh, he's two and a half, and he's got a solid eight side, and then he's throwing up like he's throwing up the deer gang sign on the other side. (laughs) It is, yeah. He's got he's got straight up deer gang sign on the other side, and it was like, I mean. If it had all to come together, I mean, he'd have been a solid. He'd have been a solid eight point. I mean, he'd have been 120 inches. But so deer comes through. Man, it hadn't been two minutes. I mean, they were moving pretty quick. They, I don't know if a doe had been through there or what, but they were. You know, I mean, it was early, so they shouldn't have been pushing does. But they were moving like they were all on something, and they weren't like in a bachelor group. They were in a. They were in a straight line, and so they. I think you must have turned the feeder off. Yeah. <laughs> right feeder went off or something so they they went through and when they did well i mean i can let justin tell the story so they they all through all but one come through the one kind the last the big 10 went around he went straight like cut off away from them like he was trying to cut off the situation i think he might have winded you a little bit or something coming in and probably hustling home but um yeah it was hot so, but nonetheless, you shoot. You don't shoot the second deer. Shot the first. One. Shot the first deer, and the deer had they switched. They switched positions, and the deer goes what twenty yards yeah. into the cattails, and the other deer run back to me, and I'm looking for the goofy one, and I can't. I can't get a shot, and I'm like, I'm thinking, what deer did you shoot? And the only and I can't see the Big Ten, and I can't see the goofy one. So I'm like, oh, okay, well this is good. So for whatever reason, I think we didn't we finish the hunt. I think we all hunted the rest of the night, didn't we? Didn't get down. No, we got no, down. We get down. Me and him got down because I couldn't have been sixty yards from him because yeah. I heard the I heard yeah, that you crazy were, pop like right, that. Yeah. So yeah, nonetheless, we get down to it, and then I'll let Justin take over on the story. What happens next? Oh, he was in a quarter and away a little bit. Um, perfect shot, I guess. Well, he only went 20 yards. However, the, uh, the arrow didn't have blood on it. It had this brown... <laughs> Weird film green, that he had never green seen. Stuff. And green and smelled terrible. He said, Dad, what is it? God <laughs> off with smell. Dad said, well, he goes, uh, I think You're he going to find shot. out. <laughs> I was like, no, I said, it was a good shot. Like, Who's okay, got the well, book? We're going to go over yeah. here. We found him. And he was like, yeah. Oh, man. As soon as you um, walked up on that deer, it was so that's not bad. not going to be good. It looked, like, <laughs> it looked like a beef stew when I cut him open. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Corn peas. Oh, man. It stuck to high hell, too. It was eating good, though. Oh, Tell him about the disappointment when you picked his head up, yeah. though, and realized it. Because yeah, because the good rack side was standing oh. up. Yeah, in the. It's <laughs> up. Other one was in the cattails. Because they had to come through that thickness, that little thicket there. All I saw was his right side that was facing me. Uh-huh. So I thought he was the good one. So I just let him have it. <laughs> you know, I think I'm 17 years old, 18 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah, 18. It was your first, like your first year of college. At that point, uh, most of them I missed. Yeah, that you had that I, seven point. You what killed two before that, maybe? Yeah, I. Had a couple of arrows I won over top of them. 
So that was a good shot. I was pretty pumped, and then I uh, picked up the other side of the rack, and I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> but I guess it's my first non-typical. <laughs> yeah, the one side definitely is not typical at all. So yeah, it was uh it was that's a good story. The the rest of the story. Too. Yeah, he was a big deer. Big stinky deer. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. man. He smelled like shit for days. Like the whole garage smelled like shit I'm for like a week. I said, "You ain't got a cigar, have you?" <laughs> He's like, "Why?" I said, "Cuz you're going to be puking when you get done with us." Yeah, he about like puking out the He said, "Are you going to help me?" I said, "I didn't shoot him." <laughs> That's why I carry the Vic. I hear you. <laughs> well, no, that's why you carry the BJ. Yeah, yeah, BJ, BJ just do it. He BJ jumped down there and do it. He didn't care. We'll bother him. No, we'll bother just, him he loved gutting some deer too. It felt like there was something wrong with him for a while. <laughs> he loved cleaning the deer. He didn't matter who shot it. He wanted to gut it. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> He's had plenty of practice. He's doing a good job on them deer over there in Virginia. So, all right, let's see what else we got. Um, we, can, we can travel a little, little south. That's what I was thinking. Let's go to Hillsdale. Southwest. Right. Yeah, so as as a family, we had a family friend and, you know, and a oh, friend farm that we, we did our own. We did our own deer camp. I think I started going when I was like, I started sitting with Uncle Ron, gun season, Dad, Gary. I think... I've had to be what nine, ten, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in that ballpark. I started. I got on the skipping school for deer season thing early. Um, yeah, we always did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a holiday, man. It was, was that forty acres. No, it was three hundred. Thirty, I think it was. was yeah, it? and then like another hundred of thorn apples. Yeah. <laughs> so, hand me that bourbon. There's another story. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we we have this farm that we all went to, and I mean, I I mean, there's so many countless stories there that I don't even know where to begin. Um, killed my first shotgun deer there on a deer drive at like ten yards. Um, I spilled a pot of coffee on. Oh no, that's a different one. Let's tell that one, Dad. In, uh, that was a good one. Is so that your first gun hunt? I couldn't hunt. Yeah, he couldn't you hunt. Couldn't hunt. That's right. Yeah, he couldn't hunt yet. I was sitting with you. You remember so that? We, you remember that one, Uncle Ron? When I was up in so the front woods, ground, and we we had a ground blind in the woods. Yeah. Well, behind us was a cornfield, and it had kind of a little ridge. Yeah, it went down to a swampy swale. And so and we swamp. were sitting in there. It started getting light, and I I seen this buck come out of the corner, and he was behind us. So I watched him a minute, and Justin could, well, wasn't old enough to hunt, so he's got a hot chocolate holding it, and he's drinking <laughs> He's drinking that. And so the way the deer was headed, he was headed to the corner where, where Danny was sitting. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, this deer's going to run right over top of Danny down there, so he's going to get a shot, so I'm not going to shoot at him. Right. So I didn't tell Justin to look. He's just sitting there. And I couldn't have been. I mean, I couldn't have been 14, 15. I had to be fifteen because that that was I the. Hunt, so I was that might have been your first. My year. first antlered one with gun, maybe I think. So, because I'd killed that six point with bow, I think that same year, and then that killed. Man, that was a goofy deer. But. So I watched the deer. He goes all the way to the end, 
and there's two fields come together, so the deer comes out in the corner, and I thought, okay, so any time Danny's going to shoot this deer, and Justin, he's just sitting in there, and he, <laughs> it's cold, it was like, it was cold, it was like it was November, ground, I don't know what day, but... 17th, 17th, November. It's cold. No, it was, snow on the ground. I think it was opening day, wasn't it, Uncle Ron? I think it was. Maybe it was. I think it was opening morning. Yeah. So Danny, we, your hunt, so we had to hunt with shotgun. Yeah, we had Grandpa there. That was. So you was using that old 12-gauge of mine, wasn't you? One of them, yeah. So, sitting there and all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> Justin throws his hot chocolate all over me. Oh come on, Tucker. And he's like he's like, What in the world? What was that? But I said, Well your brother I think just killed a deer. I said, Didn't you see him? He's been behind us for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. He said, Oh my god, I didn't know nothing about that. And I mean I had hot chocolate all down the front. He said he scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Did I s didn't I shoot again? I shoot a second time. Shot again a, yeah. a doe or something running out of there too. Yeah, that was. That's a, another funny story. There was a Gary story that same right there in that same field. Shot that doe like twenty times. Oh God! Shot the legs off. <laughs> right. Well, no, he shot it after. Yeah. Remember, he shot it after me. Remember, Uncle Ron, we right were standing after. at the top, uh, and, and yeah, that doe come out. Huh? She took out I, through the middle of that field. Yeah, I shot. I can fill up three of your podcasts with. He Gary unloaded, and reloaded. <laughs> I just remember Ron telling Gary, he said, man, you don't even got to take him with a taxidermy. Turn to the processor. The first time I ever went down there, I was like 15 or 16, you know, because we knew them from church. I basically have known Gary my entire life. Mm -hmm. So he took me down there. And I never forget. We went up to a truck, ate lunch, come back. Oh, that reminds me. Talking about eating lunch in the truck. I got that story. Let's push this woods right here. Okay. So we're spread out about 50 yards apart. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, he didn't shoot once. Man, nothing's coming my way. (laughs) So start walking over there. See the deer laying there. Nice size doe. I start walking down there toward the doe, and Gary's walking toward the doe too. I didn't know he was reloading. I get less than five yards from this deer. Boom, boom. I, what the heck are you doing? I said, the thing's already dead. Well, I seen it twitch. I thought it was going to get up. Oh, man. man, he was nervous. Any movement, man, he was oh. nervous about it. Man, God. it cost him a fortune in shotgun hunt now. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back then, it was a dollar ninety nine a box. A of five. box, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. shot a box of five at every deer. Then, some. yeah, that's what I mean. That I don't know how there was a barrel left on that eight seventy for years. I, I asked him one. I asked him one time. I said, "Why do you shoot so much?" Well, I like hearing the gun go off. <laughs> shoot it up in the air. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I got I got him back one year. I got him back one year. He, his wife went with him, so mm-hmm. they built a blind up toward the front, not in that front woods, but if you went through that swamp, remember that gate? There was a gate start going on the top that hill, on that other ridge, that yeah. Isn't that where oh, they you were up there? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that where Grandpa sat that one well, time? I was all the way back in that back woods by myself, 
and there was one or two hot doles back there because I had a field day. And it got to be like 10 o'clock in the morning. He couldn't stand it. And he come, come walking back there. What are you shooting at? Well, deer. Where do you think I'm here to shoot at? And he said, would you get any? I said, yeah. I said, there's a buck laying there. I said, there's a buck laying there. There's a doe down there a little further. Oh, his face turned beet red. He was hotter than you couldn't believe. <laughs> and then I, I, I couldn't help it. I said, I said, Gary, we got to go into town. He what for? I said, I'm on shelves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah, but we never carried more than a handful. We hand, reload the gun and a handful in each pocket, maybe if that. And then, man, he wore he, he wear that a pound. God, did he I wear that, that man? A, and he, this, I had this. that Mossberg, and I had the plug out of it, so I had six in the gun, and I never ever had more than two or three in my pocket. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. Gary took the gun cabinet with him in the woods. Man, his yeah. whole backpack was full of ammo. Carried an ammo box, ammo box yeah, exactly. full of shotgun shells. Oh, he would. Well, you remember, you remember that one, that one year when he was sitting on the ridge, Uncle Ron, and we went, and he had one of them deals. It was one of them years where all they ran through there, and I think it was just you and I were there that year, and he had he had run out of. It was like nine o'clock. Of course, we got to tell this a little bit in here too, because if if it got if he hadn't killed something by like eight eight thirty. Seven forty-five. He was walking around. It it wasn't daylight an hour. He's up walking. Yeah, he's up walking. Well, he had one of them years where he was shoot. Well, he didn't kill everything, but he was shooting. Remember, he was shooting at everything under the sun, and he had run out of shells. And he was trying to get shells from me and you, and as many as he he said, "You guys got to bring me shells." Uh, There's a deer running everywhere over here, and they were running through, running hot does through that ridge. (laughs) This is a guy that every time went in the woods. He had at least five boxes of shells on him. <laughs> I guarantee you. Oh, Gary. I mean, it was crazy. We tell, I'm going to tell that story about the time, about the buck. The buck uh, I'll tell the other one here in a minute. But that buck that he got when he rode it, tell him about that story when he walked well, up was, on him. No, that was hit by a car. Yeah. That was a different one? But that was there, though, right? It was down uh-huh. there in Hillsdale? No, that no, was, was in no, Jackson. This was, this was a Saturday morning. <laughs> out late August, maybe, and he was on his way to work. And he calls and gets me out of bed. He says, there's this great big buck. Somebody hit it, and they left it, and it's still alive. Okay, well, what do you want me to do? He said, well, come over here and help me. So he told me where he's at, went down there. Well, yeah, that's a big buck. He was a 13-point. He was big. Yeah. And he wasn't too happy either. And every time we'd kind of walk down in there, you know, he tried to get up on his front legs and he pull was paralyzed away. So, or something. Yeah. So I went and called the DNR. Uh-huh. So we stood there for an hour before DNR got there. Well, they didn't want to get their patent leather shoes dirty. So the, the DNR officer stood up there on the bank, you know, 15, 20 yards away and tried to shoot him in the head with a pistol. Hmm. And he did hit him once somewhere, but it wasn't lethal. He goes, there you go. And I said, well, aren't you supposed to give us some kind of tag for this? He said, you guys are all right. If they have any questions, just call us. Uh Okay. So we go walking back down there. Up he comes again. Good Lord. What are we going to do? 
So we're digging around. I'm looking for screwdriver. Gary finds a putty knife. A putty knife. Did you hear me? A putty knife. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't prison said, sharp either. Said, it was just a putty knife. I said, "What are you gonna do with that?" Well, I'm gonna stab him. I said, well, I gotta see this. You, all right, hold well, on. We gotta give. He's we gotta cut his throat. We got Yeah, he was. Yeah. But we got to talk about Gary for a second. Right. He is like, how tall is he? Five, six? And a ladder. (laughs) And like, this little guy. So don't weigh 95 pounds soaking water. Right. Feisty little guy. He says, says, you get in front of him and get his attention on you, and I'm going to straddle him. You go what? He said, you don't straddle him. I said, this is in my mind. I'm thinking, this is getting better and better, you know? God, <laughs> so where were the cameras then? There and I'm waving my arms, and this buck's staring me down. And Gary straddles him. Hulls up and attempted to stab him. I think he broke the hide a little bit with this. He scratched him. He scratched him and broke some hair. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear come all come all the way live, and instead of getting off, Gary panics and grabs his rack. And I kid you not, this buck drug or he He got up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he on his front legs, but he was going, man. He went. He ran twenty yards with Gary riding like it was a rodeo. Uh, I, I was laying on the ground. I was dying. I, I wouldn't be able to do anything. But that's I mean, that, that's almost as good as the one. Um, I mean, how do you almost how do you kill him finally? Screwdriver or something right now? Huh? He's killed him with. Did his... he finally just die? I couldn't remember. Yeah, he finally died. But we were there a good four hours. Mm-hmm. Four hours. <laughs> I mean, four, but from you know, the not lethal. DNR deal, but problem was Gary yeah. needed two putty knives like them shotgun shit. I need more than one. <laughs> he need a pocket um, full of putty knives. Another good Gary one since we're on it. It's the last day of the season. So the farm next to us, they're putting on drive. And there's about oh two inches of snow, but it's that real slushy stuff. Oh god. And you know, we was in that backwoods and we had packed all of our stuff up. And you know, it was that just real slippery. And you remember Hillsdale back there had a lot of hills and ridges. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at the bottom of this ridge and get ready to leave. Gary says, I got to take a crap. <laughs> okay. So he hands me his stool, his gun, his backpack. Plus I'm standing there, you know, with all of mine. And all of a sudden he goes, what's that noise? And I'm listening. I just uh, stopped. And it started again, and it stopped. And then all of a sudden, it kept getting closer. Well, here come this big, it was a big doe. I had her weighed, weighed when we took her in. She weighed 142 pounds. Wow. I mean, it was the biggest doe I had ever shot. She was huge. Well, she come barreling straight down that hill. <laughs> so I'm dropping all this stuff, trying to shoot. Well, she gets like 10 yards or less from from, from me before she sees me. Well, then she turns, and when she turns, you know, I hit her twice in the shoulder, and she went right down. But mm-hmm. Gary's at the bottom of this hill. 
Is that when she slid? You slid all the way down. And here, Gary, he's he's hanging out of this tree, squatting. He's got all his pants down to his ankles. And she hits him like a bowling ball pin, man. Just knocked him over, slid through his crap, everything. And he's he's over there, his eyes just just going, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe it. Uh, I said, why not? Gary, it's you. Yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't the first or the last incident where you shot one while Gary was taking a crap. Oh no, that was a regular. If Gary was taking a crap, it's time. He shot one taking a crap. He did. Yeah, he did in that front woods one time. He shot one. That's funny. (laughs) He uh, trying to think. Oh, it wasn't hunting season. Here's another one. We was down. Me and him were down there cutting thorn apples. Because we were gonna, that was the first year they legalized where we could hunt in the air. So we went down in the spring, and we were gonna put us a couple platforms and then thorn apples, and cutting some cut some shooting lanes through there. Is that when fact, we? Is that when I went? We, we went in there and we found the. I think no, that's where you're no, going. No, that's a different time. No, this was just me and him. You guys went back with us. That's when so we found the we found the bird. <laughs> yeah, that was the next trip. So we go down there and we're doing all this cutting and dragging stuff away. And, you know, I'm, I shut my chainsaw off and I'm dragging some of these thorn apples away. And I hear, Ray, Ray. like, what in the world? <laughs> I said, Gary, he goes, come help me. And I'm thinking, oh, what the heck, man? Did he cut his arm off or something? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm freaking out. So I said, keep yelling, you know, because, man, there's 20 acres of thorn apples. You couldn't see so your own there. feet in those thorn apples. No. And, well, he cut this one. It was nine, <laughs> ten foot tall. And it fell fell back on him. I don't, to this day, I don't know how he was cutting it with that chainsaw, but it come backwards on him. Oh, God. So I go to lift that off. He was pretty accident he prone. He, he was laying face down, and I lifted that off. He looked like a porcupine. He must have had 200 of them thorns sticking in him. I about died, man. It was, it was just, it was just always something. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was always something with him. Good. Had some stories. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. Over because I had too many deer on the back. Yeah, can't get hauling does out on doe drives and having. You couldn't, you know, trying to drape them over the front and the back, and they're trying. Yeah, man, it was bad. BJ shooting buckshot and hitting a tree above me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good time. I miss, I miss the the camaraderie side of, you know, I mean, it would only thing that would have made that better is if we could have just stayed down there. I got another. While we're talking about that, I got another one uh, with the Gary. We were. This is a good one. I mean, we had. Um, we had had a, I don't know if we killed that day early in the morning, but we had had, it kind of been a slow opener. And I don't think, I think it was just me, Uncle Ron, and Gary. And we're sitting in Gary's, Gary had this, I think all I remember him ever driving was a was a stick shift Ford, you know, F-150. 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 He had that black one. Going. Yeah, he had that black one. And we're all yep. sitting there, right? And it was, it was cold. It was yep. cold as hell that day. Yeah, there was a foot of snow, yeah, a foot of snow on the ground. It was cold. Eating lunch. 
Yeah, we're sitting there eating lunch, and we got everything. He's got sandwiches. He's got everything. He's all, you know, he's got everything ready to go, and he's eating and doing whatever. And we're we're watching, and out of the corner of my eye, and I'm in the middle, like I look around on the right, and I I was young. I think I I could hunt, but I think it was early. It was like I was probably yeah. 15, 16, 17, somewhere right in there. And oh, I, I don't know. You might have only been fourteen. You I, were young. I was young. Yeah. So. Uh, across the road, there was a big cut cornfield, and I happened to catch out of the corner of my eye. I don't remember if there was more than one or what, but I remember seeing there was a big buck comes running, um, eight or a ten point. Yep. I don't even remember now. He comes running down Holden. towards this pine thicket that's in front of us, and <clears throat> I'm like, oh, here, here comes a buck. Here comes a buck. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. He's going to come down, and Gary freaks out. He ain't got no boots on. He doesn't put a jacket on. Yeah. No, Gary's seen it. He goes, there's a big one. And he just jumped out. In his Doesn't sock. say anything, anything. Just you socks. Know, 15 degrees out, a foot of snow on the ground, and he runs down that hill 100 yards. And the hill and drops down into, like, if it was frozen, you were probably good, not with no boots. but <laughs> And he runs down in there. And he on the outside of the pine thicket. So then you and I finally get our shit together and we get out there and we go around. And I went down around the other side of it and I think you stayed up top looking for it. And then so this buck squirts out the other side of this bottom. And when he comes out the other side, Gary shoots. You know, anybody else was shot once, maybe twice. Gary shoots like six times. And. No, he was out of he was out of shells because he didn't have his jacket on. <laughs> so, but but the deer didn't go anywhere. So, time we get over there, and uh, I mean, it was a it was a good buck. It really was. It was a good deal. But man, oh yeah, he was. He's solid three and a half. Yeah, maybe four. I don't know. I mean, it was good deer. I mean, he was you know, and for down there, I mean, there was there was so much hunting pressure and Amish all around us at that time that man, you know what I mean to get. And we, and we shot good deer out of there. I mean, we can't say we didn't, but it was it was one of them deals where it was few and far between, huh? Few and far between, right? Yeah, they were spread out. It would go, you know, two or three years without killing a, a big one. But then that's not what we lived by. Then it was a brown. It's down. I mean, you know what uh, I mean? That we we were there hunting, freezer hunting and and things. You couldn't yeah, eat the antlers. Well, you still can't good. eat them, but no, we just Gary, huh? Gary's farm. Gary's farm. Gary's oh. rules. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's Shoot it. till you're out of ammo. Borrow some. Right. Call somebody. Yeah. Oh, Brown, what was the other little area that Gary let us hunt with him? We bow hunted it over by his house. Oh, across the street? Yeah, I only went in there, over there by the gravel pit. Yeah, we went in there. Or, a other times side of it. He yeah. Some, he had some episodes in there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I only hunted in there a few times. I know, I think that was with you both times. Yeah. I just remember he had that little thing. He kept seeing some big buck. He kept telling us. Yeah. So we went yep. over there to try to kill it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gary. Well, what else? What else you guys got, man? We're approaching an hour already. Oh, so. Well, I got another. I got another good Gary one, but it wasn't in the woods. Oh God. Me, him, and Mike O'Dowd uh-huh. went down. Went down there to stay at his grandma's house his aunt brought her trailer up you know so we went down there for like three or four days to bow hunt mm-hmm. so we're 11 miles from hillsdale we're all you know we're less than a mile from the ohio line right so we decided we want pizza one night 
So these two are going back and forth. Well, I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, I care less. Put whatever you want on it. I'll eat it. <laughs> so finally, Michael Dowd said, get what you want. If there's something on it I don't like, I'll take it off. Okay. So we go in his grandpa's house. Gary calls it in. Says, I want a large pizza with just cheese, nothing else. Okay. <laughs> we, we drive all the way in Hillsdale, get this pizza, come all the way back. There was no sauce, no nothing. <laughs> just cheese? Just cheese. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of them. I'm sure we're missing a, a whole bunch of oh, our yeah. of, of our we stories are. as we as we go through them. We'll remember them now when we get off of here. You know, I remember, I remember a lot of a lot of other things and and fishing stories and you know stuff like that too. I mean, where we were just Sir and Mike and BJ. Yeah, when you had the and in the mix, oh, and now comes a bunch of more stories. Right. Yeah. The first yeah. carbon arrows. Tracking deer, Mike shoots at five yards for two miles. Yeah, I mean, we we there was we went through crazy, 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 crazy stuff that we went through then. But nonetheless, I mean, I don't know what else you guys got. You got any other ones you can remember? Funny ones, Dad? Right offhand. I'm trying. There was another one that I was trying to think of that was who got stuck in the mud in Hillsdale, all up to their waist, right behind the trucks. John, yeah, Melissa, Melissa's John. We got the first time he went down there. Yeah, Yeah, he was afraid of heights. He was afraid of heights, and he wouldn't even climb all the way up into the stand. Then we didn't have high stands. He climbed up and just sat on the platform, and. I can't remember what what it was. He was pretty heavy back then, and I, all I know mm-hmm. was that ice broke or something, and he sunk. <laughs> yeah, he was waist deep. We couldn't waist get him deep out. in the oh, mud. Yeah, we couldn't get out. Oh mm-hmm. man, that's but funny. Had the gun not go off on that big one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That pump. Yeah. yeah didn't, didn't have it closed all. Didn't the way. have it closed all the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first the first year I talked him into hunting, he took that old single that sixteen gauge single shot he had, mm-hmm. you know, and I he he missed one that year. We put him in a good spot. Yeah, and that, so the next year I talked him into getting the pump, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, but his reflexes and that weren't, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just good hey, to have all the. We got him out for a few years. That's the main thing. Yeah, it was yeah. good to have all the generations. Because yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, you know, dabbled with the gun thing, but he didn't. He didn't he never hunt. Did really hunt a lot. No, not at all. Well, yeah, it, you the, know, that's the first time ever I remember Dad going hunting with us. Yeah. Dan, you yeah. said you have memories of when you're younger. You guys would go rabbit hunting and that. Not very much. Him and, yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. When we got him to go down to Hillsdale with us, that was the first time ever. Yeah, what do you go? Two years, three years? I think three years. He went through and he just he his his reflexes just weren't quick enough. You know, the one that I picture in the back of Grandpa's truck. Oh, what is that one? That's that big thirteen point that I had 
two cracks that couldn't get a shot with a bow. Oh, my. Yeah. North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Said, yeah, I couldn't oh, see the picture. Um, I shot that deer. Yeah, I was home for, I pulled a U. I was home for like two hours on that deal. Came in from North Carolina, coming home for yeah, holidays, that, Christmas. That, that was in a snowstorm, too. Uncle that, Ron had had two cracks at him earlier in the year, too. Muzzle loader. Yeah, that was a good deer. That deer was 150 inches. Was, which, was it, which one are you talking that about? Big the, that big point. 13 I killed. Remember, he was the on the island. I came home from North Carolina and killed him. Like it was like uh, muzzle odor season. You, you had him run by you a couple times. That deer was all over and couldn't nobody couldn't nobody seal the deal that year. He was just active all over well, all the. Yeah, that's I remember. I I had him. That's when it got too dark on you the one time. Well, I had him in bow range probably five or six times that year, but because of limbs and everything yeah. else, I just couldn't get shot at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's almost like, well, you know, like all of them, they just know exactly where to go. <laughs> well, you got to think. I mean, you got to think now. I mean, we didn't, you look at those stand locations. Like I, like I said in the beginning of this, if we if we hunted that the way that we hunt now, we would all look at that differently. But then, you know what I mean? You, going, you were going to one of three or four spots, maybe five. Yep. And that's that's it. And we sat in the same places. Why? You go to the killing tree on the island. We called it the island, and we were going to the killing tree. Everybody knew where you're going. You're going up front. Everybody yeah, knew had, where you're going. Yeah, we had six stands out there. What? Yeah. One, well, what two. about the first year you killed here? Oh yeah, the that's tree a hogger. Oh god, that's a good story. I forgot about that one. So yeah, I mean, Dad had moved here, um, and two thousand and seven. 2007-ish. Um, so this, at that point, they really, they, they didn't really, I mean, hunting was big in certain parts of, of Tennessee, but it wasn't, it wasn't really like as prominent as, as it is in Michigan or some of these other states. And the deer population was, I mean, it's a lot better here now than what yeah, it was. Well, I mean, they've really changed done. a lot of that. Um, you know, that's good, you know, good aspects of, uh, of deer here that, you know, we wouldn't, wouldn't expect to see in Tennessee and not, not just here. We see them all over when we're driving through, especially, but I think more of that was Northern up towards Steve, up towards like yeah. North Nashville, Gallatin and Clarksville, lower Kentucky. Lower Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. What was that? Uh, land of the lakes, that area, they were always good, good deer population and stuff. But, um, and I think they had some stuff in the mountains too, when you get over there to East Tennessee, but so yeah, so we come down, come down, and I always did a week. It normally Thanksgiving. So Tennessee rifle kicks in normally the Saturday before Thanksgiving and goes through there. So I had came down, you know, obviously to to hunt with Dad and you do whatever like we normally do. And um, so the first morning, um, Dad didn't hunt that day, and we hadn't really, at that point, we really hadn't, I think that was like 2008, 2009, I don't remember what year that was, it was the first year you were here, first second year, year, first or second, first or second year you were here, but, so that we, we didn't really, we didn't really know, I mean, we, we knew, like, and we had relatives, you know, Randall and Steve had hunted here a few times before the house went up, and, you know, and, and the neighbor, you know, he, he said he, you know, he seen deer and whatever. So we're like, well, we don't know what we're going to see. Let's, let's give it, try it. And you had seen some deer. So we're like, okay. So not, 
now there's 20 more houses surrounding here, but dad has, is at the end of a, he's at the end of a cul-de-sac and, um, I say it's cul-de-sac. It really is like a little turnaround type thing at the end and goes, it backs up to a whole bunch of property, multiple acreage on all different angles. And, uh, so across the right in the front, there wasn't any houses below his house. Now you can't do that because there's houses scattered all over through that, through there. You can never hunt that side of it, but you know, we hunt, hunt different area and away from here, but, um, you got to drive to hunt, but nonetheless, so we're, we're, I hunt the first morning and I got a buck, an eight point chases a doe out across the top of the the top of the the ridge here from the woods behind which would be to the south of dad's comes out runs the doe out and when he runs the doe out it runs her down off of the ridge and when he's running away i shoot this deer running and knock him down he he goes down it's a good shot he goes down and then but because of you know their will to survive and do everything else and he was on this hot doe he's trying to get back up so i'll let him have it again so, uh, he goes down. I go back in the, and you know, I go back in. Of course, by now, Dad's like, you know, he was already up having coffee. He just didn't hunt, and um, and he's like, well, where did it go? What's the deal? And he comes out, and we're standing there in the front, uh, you know, looking out the deal. And uh, so this deer is, he's he got down, but somehow this deer is like moving. He's like trying. He's trying to get up, and he's like, he's got about sixty yards before he gets across. It's not a, a main throw; it's a dead end road. But he's about to go across the road and do whatever. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to do something. I have to go down there. And you went and got the four wheeler or the mule. I don't mm-hmm. remember. And I'm like, well, just I'll go down there. And you hand you had your pistol, you know, the twenty two pistol or whatever that was right there in the house. So we, I go down. I'm like, well, I guess I'll just I'll go down and finish. I'm gonna shoot him in the head with a pistol, and then yeah, I'm gonna get don't over. Let and him then, get off. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want him to get up and go. <coughs> so I run down off the hill, and as I'm going down off the hill, all of a sudden. We look down the road. Now, mind you, like, you'd be here all day and see three cars. Then you probably see, like, one, maybe two cars all day long. And they were... There was only one house house at the far end. Yeah, but no houses down there. Yeah, there wasn't anything at that end. So um, they had one one tree hugger that come in from, you know, (laughs) she come in from, from Nashville... And man, she was as yeah. She was as uh, uh, how do we put it? Well, she was as liberal as she was as liberal as they get from that aspect. She was like, so she caught. So, anyways, what happens? I'm walk, I'm going down the driveway. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going down the driveway, and all of a sudden, this at that time, I think they were still running like them grand, older Grand Marquis cars or whatever. So here comes this white Grand Marquis, and it was he wasn't marked either. It was on his. Yeah, own. He, had, he had lights oh, flashing. Oh everything. yeah, he was he was full tilt. Because I was out here. Full no siren, but he was. Yeah, full tilt, lights on. Here come the cops. Now, mind you, I was shooting. I was shooting three hundred Win Mag. Then <laughs> it was old Browning with a you know with a boss system on it. Man, it was loud as hell. Well, and you're like, in the hills, so it right. So everything boxes. carries weird things. So all of a sudden, this cop comes ripping, ripping in, right? Just sideways, Dukes of Hazard <laughs> shit up in the damn side of the yard, and stops, 
And he's like, and I'm like, at that point, I can't see. I'm down at the deer. I think I'd already shot the deer that time. Yeah. I finished the deer off at that point. I shot, I shoot the deer in the ear, back of the head, whatever, finish him off. So the deer's laying down here in the side of the road, like literally 10 yards from me. I got a pistol in my hand. Uh, I got some rubber boots on. And Dad's up to the top of the hill. He's coming. I hear the four-wheeler coming. Yeah, I hear the four-wheeler or whatever coming. And the cop's like, the cop gets out, guns drawn, whatever. Of course, I don't, don't, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, all of a sudden, like, he's all like, whatever, whatever. And and so I lay the gun down in the street, and my hands are up. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. I'm going penitentiary over this deal. This is stupid. All over some back straps and eight point. It's good deer. Nonetheless, but the guy, so the cop dad here comes dad wheeling down. So now the cops like dad's coming from the back, coming in hot with the four wheeler, and the cops is about to piss himself because he doesn't know what's going. On. He turns around, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Dan, what's going on?" He said, "What y'all doing?" He said, "I got a call. This lady called, and man, she's freaking out, talking about somebody shooting guns in her no, house at her house. Somebody outside of her house, bank tapping on, on her, her windows." windows. Yeah. Yeah, well, banging on the windows, and then she's heard gunshots, and and I'm like, uh, we were at this point, we're all laughing, and he's like, he's like, oh y'all deer hunting? Hell, keep doing what you're doing. I'll tell her what's he going said, on. This is the only reason we come out here, right? Yeah. Uh, so I tell you what made her windows rattle at 300 wind mag. He laughed, man. He was like, "This is stupid." Make sure so, you take it to the check station. Yeah, he said, "Bring he." No, we didn't have to, because he, he just. Bring it down. He wanted to see it. Oh yeah, he yeah they wanted to see it. He said the other guys want to see it. So at that point, we had to take him in and, and have him you know do the check. Now you sure. call them all in. You had to take him sheriff's department. Yeah, you had to take him in with the card, and you had yeah. to do all the things you had to do. But nonetheless, I mean, he was like, well, you don't have to. But he said the guys like to see that, so we took it down there or whatever. And then they laughed. I mean, when we got there, remember, they was all standing outside. They laughed. They said, you down there messing with your neighbor? So I'll then come to find out they'd had a bunch of other problems. We had another neighbor, and I'll tell that story real quick. Another neighbor lived close by, and he's, he's an avid deer hunter as well. And... So what happened is this this lady <laughs> decided she did, decided that these deer were her deer, not his deer. So she cut a hole in his cattle fence so these deer could get through to her feeder. In her, she was feeding them in her yard. So he decides after fixing the cattle fence two or three times and her kept cutting it and doing whatever, he said, "Hell with this shit." So he sits up in the damn woods. And he shot. I mean, we shoot two deer, three two does. Two does right as soon as they like they hopped were. The yeah, they hopped the fence like right to the edge of it. He shot two does right in their yard and told her, "said If you cut my fence one more time, we're gonna have a different kind of problem than me just shooting these does that are my." She called, the cops. She called the cops. She caused a whole big ruckus. So yeah, she's got a history. She moved. Yeah. <laughs> They told her to. They yeah, said, the they, best thing you could do is go in your house because they said he's they unstable. Keep, <laughs> he's unstable. Yeah, they told her he was unstable. <laughs> the neighbor's unstable, which probably wasn't. I mean, based on you know whatever, that probably wasn't completely untrue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you know, I don't know. He was he's a good guy. So, so nonetheless, I mean, those there's a couple other ones we got. I'm sure we got a whole box full of these stories that we just haven't. 
we haven't uncovered. Maybe we'll, we think of some more of them. Maybe we'll bring them to you guys. But we got about we're about an hour and fifteen in, and it's getting late, and, and we got some uh, some other things that we got to get done here and and whatnot. So we'll we'll kind of wind it down. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our bullshit. You know, little stories from the Carter past, and like I said, we got plenty more, but. You know what it all boils down to. I think the most and in, in the the importance of these these podcasts is that the family and the camaraderie and all of the stories and things that we share, both positive, negative, and funny. And you know, there's they always present a memory. And a lot of times, you don't necessarily remember the deer. You don't remember, you know, the fish you caught. Or you know, we could do a whole other one on fishing stories because we got plenty of them. A lot of times, we didn't kill nothing. Right, a lot of times we didn't kill anything, or we didn't, we you know, or we didn't, you know, we didn't, you know, make any kind of any kind of success, whether it was a doe or anything else. But we really, we really, you know, lots of dog stuff, lots of story from the last year I killed, and that was in fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we didn't even touch on any of the recent stuff that we really have, you know. I mean, that one when Jay shooting, Jay shooting and missing, and you know, and then you shooting him at ten yards. He said, I ain't never shooting missing no deer again. You boys, I knew if I missed, you guys was killing it. <laughs> One of you was killing it. Well, he did. He shot two, three times once he... It, you know, he that's, a whole, that, that's a whole other deal. Mean, you, so. you had Jay and Gary in the woods together. Boy, oh, oh, boy. Boy, yeah, we couldn't... Well, Jay, though, he's, he's, he's come a long way from that side of it. But, you know, I mean, it's, he's learning and uh, has learned different things over the years and he success had just had some success this year, good on a good buck. So, nonetheless, we'll wind it down. We appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. If you have a like, subscribed, or you know, if follow along to YouTube, please do that. Uh, stay tuned. I'm not sure who we're going to have on the next phase of these uh, tales from the hunt thing, but we got a lot of stories to to share with you guys uh, and and whatnot. And uh, but again, we appreciate you tuning in once again, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Take care.